0: Hi folks, this is Scott Wells and this is my podcast, it's Around the Bay Sailing Sundance Our 35 foot CNC Mark III, currently sitting on the Sassafras River, our home base here at uh, Sailing Associates. And uh, it's the end of, uh, well, it's the end of the summer season, 2023. Um, typically I do sort of a wrap up of the summer season here at this point in the year and uh talk about you know what we're going to do for the fall and over the winter for maintenance and whatnot but then i was thinking it's that time of year where folks are heading south to uh warmer climate or just about that time anyway because we see a ton of them uh go through here through the uh, chesapeake and delaware canal and on down the chesapeake bay uh, this weekend is the powerboat show in annapolis maryland next weekend is the sailboat show so uh, we'll head down next weekend um for the sailboat show and there's plenty of folks that you know coincide all the moving south uh, for the annapolis sailboat show obviously you can get some great deals if you're looking to buy some things uh show pricing plus the timing works out pretty close to being right for uh, remaining north of basically Cape Hatteras uh, before November the 1st due to hurricane season, right? And uh, so I was thinking we do, so my cruising ground and when we say around the bay sailing Sundance, we're talking about the Chesapeake Bay. Um, My cruising ground is pretty much from say Cambridge, Maryland up pretty much the northern bay uh is our as our playground here um not done a whole lot in the middle bay and very little in the southern bay but we've doing, done a whole lot of um sailing here on the upper bay and i was on uh sailing to the east with Baylor Musitz last year talking about sailing on the upper bay and places to go and i don't really think i did a very good job um uh, in that interview talking about all these different places. So I thought I would do that. Um I started from the top of the bay down and I will say that most of my experience is going to be the eastern shore of Maryland. Um, you know, obviously spent some time in Annapolis and up Baltimore Harbor and whatnot. Uh, a little bit of time on Middle River, but mostly everything we do is on the eastern shore. So uh, but we'll talk uh, we'll talk from uh, the northern part of the bay, which would be in our case, the Chesapeake and Delaware Canal, and just move our way south. It might be a two-parter. Um, there's a lot of places to go, a lot of things to see, uh, a lot of coves to duck in, uh, probably even more so than I'm going to talk about if you really check your check your chart, uh, charts and whatnot. I do have my chart book out, and... Um, you know, we can go ahead and get started. I will say, uh, I drive a tour boat out of a Schaefer's canal house on the Chesapeake and Delaware canal, and that's in South Chesapeake city, which would be pretty much the, the Northern uh, side of the canal. Um, folks have probably stopped in there for fuel and maybe a couple of boat drinks and, um, dinner and whatnot as you're moving, uh, from North to South. So, uh, I know the the canal, at least from the Chesapeake City Bridge or the basin, uh, on down, extremely well, because we've done that trip a couple of hundred times, probably anyway. And talking about the history of the canal, canal and all that. So if you ever stop in and uh, you see a, a a tour boat parked in the back, uh, in the back on the floating dock called the Summer Breeze, why stop by and say hello to us. Um, but anyhow, starting um, north on the C and D Canal, obviously the basin—that's a big—that's uh, a big spot in the canal uh, for people to, to overnight and whatnot. And a few years they had dredged it out to 13 feet. They did a great job of dredging it out. It is shoaling in again. Um, so general knowledge these days is stay pretty much towards the uh, um, the wall. I'll be on your uh, left hand side entering um, the basin towards the, uh, um, the big white building which is the operations center for the canal and the museum but uh, stay more towards the, that seawall there uh, close to the Corps of Engineers boats and around that way um, I will say that I've spent quite a few nights in there just you know for general purposes here and there um, gee dunking around there is a creek in the back that has a pretty good little tide uh, current in and out um, itself. It goes under a little bridge right there, so if you're if you're back in the back of the back in the back of the the basin there, and you're you're parking in front of that bridge, you're going to swing, you know, extensively with the with the current going in and out. So uh, that's just kind of an FYI thing. I mean, it's it's never made a big deal, but you're definitely going to swing, you know towards the bridge when the tide's coming in and away from the bridge when the tide's coming out more so than you will in the rest of the anchorage. It just seems to be that coming out from under that little bridge, the, uh, the tide builds up, uh, you know, half a knot or more coming out of there, maybe a knot even sometimes depending on the, you know, the moon and, uh, the weather and whatnot. But yeah, so uh, the big thing there is to sort of hang to your left, pulling in more over towards the wall, uh, opposite uh where the uh, the free dock is uh to which would be on your right. And you should be good. I mean uh, I, I do I we've seen some people run aground sailboat wise, you know, being too far west on the right-hand side of that channel coming in there. Not exactly sure what their draft was and what the state of tide was, but uh generally stay to your left. And you come down the canal. Uh, there's a place all the way at the end of the canal. There's a nice little beach on the left called Sandy Point. Uh, if you're looking to get out and swim and whatnot, we kind of call that Redneck Riviera locally. It's a it's a beautiful sandy little beach. Uh, you can throw the hook out. It's it's off it's off of the canal, uh, still affected by the currents, um, but not so not so much as you're going to see in Chesapeake City, which I, I guess uh, you know that's another thing is. I've often said to Tom, the dock master there, who's the owner of the tour boat that I would drive, I'm like, we ought to, we ought to put a, a webcam up here for some of the stuff that goes on, people docking in these currents. But just be careful. Uh, there basically is a no wake zone coming under the uh, Chesapeake City Bridge. That, I don't know. Some people will argue that it's not, you know, it's not an official Coast Guard. Rule and this and that and the other, but you know, you're always responsible for your wake and for the folks that tie up along Schaefer's Docks. There, we, we occasionally have people blow through there and, and throw some big wakes and knock boats around. So, uh, please just slow down through that little area once you get past um, the, uh, the bridge and once you get down to about where Dan towing is on your right hand side there. You know, you can put the hammer down at that point and head on down the canal if you like. Uh, so, you come out of the canal uh, at Welch Point and Sandy Point. That marks the end of the canal the canal is 14 miles wide 14 miles long 450 feet wide and dredged to 35 feet but for the most part I, it I, it's really uh, it keeps itself pretty well cleaned out you know there's some there's some 50 foot uh, spots in the canal that we see uh, pretty regularly uh, you'll come on down past town point which is where all the commercial traffic has to check in Uh, to the canal with the Canal Authority which was uh, WB 33 if you want to call them on channel 13 or channel 16 you can call them WB 33 ask them you can ask them anything They're. I think they're more than willing to talk to you let you know if traffic's coming and we'll let you know if anything's going on in, in the canal I mean they're going to broadcast it on 16 anyway but if you do want to talk to them you can give them a call WB 33 on channel 16 or 13 and they will talk to you so you come on down past town point and the Bohemia River is on your left-hand side. We basically, jokingly, we call it the five-foot river, but it's a little deeper than that. But it is a, it's a nice little river to anchor on. Um, you can run all the way up to the 213 bridge if you like. You'll see um, there's a couple of marinas um, on your left-hand side uh, coming up through the river that, uh, for the most part, I believe they're, most of them are full-service marinas. Uh, you get all the way up to the end where there's a uh, flashing red, uh, and right across from there is a vineyard, um, Chateau Boudet. so you can actually tie your boat up and dingy in and uh, go get yourself some wine uh, as long as they're open, um, and that's always a fun thing to do. Uh, again. I'm, I'm thinking bigger boats here you, you can't really if you got a smaller boat you can get under the uh 213 bridge and go on up pad we call that ski beach up in there that's where you'll find a, a lot of water skiers and wakeboarders and whatnot on the weekends up in there uh past hacks point uh so that would be the bohemia river you come out of the bohemian you can uh, continue headed southwest down the elk river Um uh, and you're going to run at Cabin John's Creek, which I've spent a lot of time at Cabin Cabin John's Creek on the powerboat years back. Uh, it's a it's a, it's very well protected uh, back up in there, quite frankly, from pretty much any wind direction. Uh, there again, there's a lot of uh, water skiers, you know, uh, the dawn patrol, for the most part. So, you know, about the time the sun rises in the morning, you're going to have some some wakes from water skiing and wakeboarding and whatnot but good holding up in there Uh, so you can check that out it's called cabin john's creek uh right past the easy neck uh so coming out of cabin john's creek again you hang a left you're coming on down the bay or coming on down the elk river you're still in the elk river at that point you're not you're not in the chesapeake bay officially until you hit turkey point uh which would be the next uh pretty much across from cabin john's creek is rogues harbor there is a boat ramp there it's part of the elk neck state park um, there's a little store up there I, I i'm not sure what you can get anymore used to be well stocked back in the day but you know different time different place these days so i'm not exactly i'm pretty sure you can get probably you know water and ice and some of the basics there uh, but it's it's um it's a little shallow up in there you have to kind of feel your way in it's not real protected but it's a good place to overnight uh, if you'd like to do that. I should have mentioned that a little bit back up the river too, the Elk River about Piney Creek. Um, that's pretty much the once you pass Oldfield Point on your right hand side, Piney Creek is the next left. Um, you'll see a large yellow range marker there, probably oh gosh, 40 or 50 feet high. Anyway, it's a it's a big one. Um, not real protected, but it is a you know a place you can. Uh, again, a little shallow, but you feel your way around in there, and you can, uh, you can pull in and anchor there. Uh, so back to Rogues Harbor. Once you leave Rogues Harbor and heading south, you're going to hit Turkey Point. Uh, everyone says if the weather's going to be nasty anywhere on the bay, Turkey Point is one of the spots that, that will be, due to the fact that you have converging the Chesapeake Bay, the Elk River, and the Susquehanna River. Coming from your right-hand side, but once you pass Turkey Point, you are in the Chesapeake Bay. At that point, I will talk a little bit about the Northeast River and the Susquehanna as well. Um, we're from Northeast, so I know that river really well. A lot of sailors won't go very far up. If you look on the chart, it's a little—it's uh, shallow, uh, for sure. I mean, my boat has a four-foot keel, so, I, and I've sailed there for 30 years now, so. I know the river pretty well uh, as far as that goes, but yeah, you hang it right and you can come up the northeast river. Um, you know, you'll see, a, once you get around Turkey Point in the summertime or on a nice weekend, you'll see a bunch of boats uh, off towards the beach on your right hand side. We call that buoy two, which uh, yeah, should be a red two there, um, Can buoy. Uh, it's a good place to hang out. Uh, you can, it's very good holding good sandy beach. The water's generally really clean there uh, because it it's constantly gets washed out from water coming down the, uh, the Susquehanna. So good spot to uh, there's all the way up, I guess I, I would say the peninsula the Elkneck Peninsula there. I mean have you have, um, have buoy too. Um, then you have the state Park North, or Elkneck State Park and then you get up to the Boy Scout camp. All the way up to Red Point, all the way up along there on the on your right hand side, uh, you'll see uh, people hankered out on a nice weekend or or nice weather. Um, Pick your spot, a good holding, absolutely exposed to anything from the north and the west. So that's not a good place to be. Anything from the east, you know, if you we're getting an easterly or something, that's probably a good place to hide. Once you pass Red Point is Caracove, that's my old stomping grounds. We spent many many a many a many, many a night in Caracove. Cove. Um, you can tuck way back in pretty good water. Again, I'm talking a four foot draft here, so into each his own. But um, all the way back in the in the sort of back in the right hand corner, uh, there's a dock back there, a private residence, and you can butt up pretty close to that. Um, pretty close to that dock. Uh, sandy, sandy bottom, good holding. Never, never had a problem. Very exposed again to anything out of the west, north, and the west. Which you know, in the fall, we get these. When you know, when winter's coming in and we get the northwest blows, that's not a good spot to be. Uh, but however, on, again, on an easterly, not so bad, and even on a southerly, uh, you can kind of tuck yourself in there pretty good. That part of the river there, if you're looking looking on your chart, it's it's relatively shallow. There is a channel through there. It's generally six feet or so. Um, I would be very careful about getting ever towards Carpenter's Point. I would also be very careful about straying too far out of the channel, um, unless you know you know have a pretty good idea what you're doing, or if somebody's already out there sailing with an equivalent boat to what you have, then um, you know you can take your chances. Um, but that is, that's known as the Susquehanna flats everything. It's, I don't know how, I can't even describe how big it is, but it is huge and it is shallow. There's deep spots in it for sure. But, um, I just be very careful. You know, if you don't know the area, I would just kind of stay in the channel. It's good deep water all the way to red point. Um, you'll see some five and six foot to eight foot to 10 foot on a good high tide. Um, through that little piece of the river right there. And then once you get up to Hance Point, uh, the river gets a little bit deeper in there, and that's, that's where a majority of the marinas are. On the right-hand side, you have what used to be Jackson Marine Sales, which is with Galahad and I believe is now Oasis. I could be wrong about that. Both Jackson Marine Sales and McDaniels Yacht Basin were all sold a few years back to Galahad marine um that didn't work out so well for them and now i believe that oasis is oasis is managing those two marinas for them uh and also bay boat works is in the uh back in that little shelter cove right there they call that which is where i keep uh where we keep sundance on the winter in the heart uh then you'll see on your right hand side northeast yacht club um if you're a yacht club member, that's a good spot to stay. They have some uh, they have some reasonably deep water in there. They have some nice big boats that pull in there. Uh, you can head all the way up to Northeast if you would like. Uh, again, passing the Northeast Yacht Club on your right hand side, and then you'll come to McDaniel's. I don't think anybody. I don't think they're doing anything currently in McDaniel's. I think it's it's in a it's in a state of reconstruction right now, from 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 the best I can tell so there's no fuel there or um or anything like that i guess i should have been mentioning fuel all along here as far as the marinas go bay boat um, uh, jackson's would have fuel Um, and across the uh, across the northeast river there on the opposite shore is charlestown and you'll you'll see charlestown marina which is the big uh the big marina immediately on your left the Wellwood Marina, which, funnily enough, is one single pier right up through the center of Charlestown Marina. Um, they have no amenities for you. However, they, they do offer transient docks if you're going to eat. The Wellwood Club is a great place to eat. A lot of history there. Uh, and you can look up some of that history going way back. Um, Presidential-type stuff and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, you have the the Wellwood Marina. Then you'll have Northeast uh, Northeast River Marina is the next little uh, marina down. I don't think they have fuel. I'm not positive. And then right after that is Lee's Marina. They do have fuel in the back. You have to kind of pull into the marina and pretty much go all the way in uh, get to get to the point where they have uh, you can get to the fuel. Um, then if you choose to go on down to northeast you can go all the way down if you like uh done it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times yeah but um anchor marine uh is on your right down there it's more of a uh, it's powerboat centric uh for sure but they do have a marine store they have pretty much whatever you need for a powerboat they have it there or they can get it for you very quickly and um and right by right in that little uh, cove right there uh, we used to call it jones's bass hole but it's just it's the cove there at northeast is the naughty goose restaurant which um, you can pull in there floating docks pull in there and get yourself something to eat um, so that's taking you all the way up the northeast river um, we'll go up the susquehanna the susquehanna begins at somewhere around cooperstown new york 400 some odd miles up into the U.S., uh, comes all the way down through um, New York State, all the way through Pennsylvania and into Maryland, and is the largest supplier of freshwater for the Chesapeake Bay, which is the largest estuary in the United States. Um, beautiful river over there. We kept the tour boat over in Haverty Grace for a while and did some tours up around Garrett Island and uh, on up to Port Deposit. A lot of history over there. Um, so if if you're back out at the um, uh, back out at the River buoy off at of Turkey Point, obviously if you go right, you go up the Northeast River. If you go left, you go up the Susquehanna. It's a skinny channel, and it goes right up sort of through the Susquehanna Flats. The good thing there is there's a rock quarry up there that runs of a lot of uh, riprap and, and crushed stone uh, for the marine industry everywhere on the bay um, with tugs and barges. So they keep that thing pretty well dredged out all the time. It's 13 to 15 feet deep, all the way up through that channel. Um, it's a skinny channel, uh, but it, very doable. It just I, again, I would I would stay in the channel unless you have some local knowledge. There are some deeper deeper parts there, but stay in the channel. Uh, you come to the town of Howittah Grace, beautiful little town, on your left hand yeah. side. Multitude of marinas there um the biggest probably and the most obvious is uh tidewater marina yeah. fuel and it, and it's it's a uh, well i i guess it's half and half but a lot of sailors there at tidewater so there's there's a uh you know fuel pump out supplies uh, all sorts of sailing stuff you they have a they're a big yanmar shop so they got plenty of parts and whatnot um good place though um You'll notice that when you're there, coming up the Susquehanna, there's a railroad bridge. I think the, the height on the railroad bridge is 50 feet, 5-0. Uh, I've never been under the bridge. Um, it's, at one point in time, it used to be able to swing open. I don't know that it can do that anymore. It's an old, old, old bridge, and they, they've been talking about replacing it or rebuilding it for years now. But it's part of the Amtrak uh, Northeast uh, Corridor between new york and washington dc so um nothing happens quickly let's just put it that way but if you can get under there uh and head on up the um up the susquehanna it's a very cool run up through there past garrett island you'll see the rock quarry i was talking about on your left hand side and you can run it's deep up through there too it's really deep um it's crazy bottom lots of rock uh, so um, I've anchored up there a few times in the old power boat. It's 30, you know, 30 feet in some places, 40 feet, 50 feet. Uh, so make sure you have plenty of road for doing that. But there's boulders up in there. And if you're not real careful, you can snag a boulder with your anchor and you you might have a problem in getting it back. So, um, I would, I would be careful about that. Not to say you can't do it, but I'd just be careful about it. But you do uh, come up to the town of Port Deposit. Uh, There's a marine there called Tomes Landing, um, very powerboat centric. But again, there's a marine store there, parts store. uh, It's a high and dry basically, but there's a large uh, floating dock out front. I I suppose if you needed some parts or whatever, you could uh, tie off to that that floater and and go in and talk to the folks about what you need. Uh, There's a, one of the uh, one of the big tiki bars on the uh, upper bay, uh, Lee's Landing, is there, and it's a great place. Good bands, good drinks, good food. Right along the uh, right on the uh, right on, right along the river. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so um, good spot up there. So that took us up the Northeast River and the Susquehanna River. So we'll come back down. We'll come back down to the river buoy at Turkey Point. Uh, come south so on your right hand side is going to be Aberdeen Proving Ground Uh, you've got to be really careful over there it's a it's army it's an army base Uh, they do had they they do have live firing exercises and that sort of thing Um, see there's a lot of that's off limits to recreational boaters just read your chart really well I would just stay clear of it if they're doing live fire exercises, you'll see uh, they'll have picket boats out there that will buzz you and a heartbeat if you're getting into a spot that you're not supposed to be in and have you immediately turn around and go the other way. Um, so you just be careful with that. It's on the right-hand side. Uh, as you're passing, uh, as you're, after you're past Turkey Point, uh, Spasuti Island is all part of it. Uh, but you come down a little bit more and you turn up the river. We're currently on the Sassafras River uh often voted the most river on, beautiful river on the bay we really do love it over here uh it's just a it's a, it's a it's a it's a good river it's very deep which is that's a good thing it's a good deep river um you hang a left and you come uh you come up to ordinary point ordinary point is uh what sort of separates the the river proper from the bay uh for the most part i would say Lloyd's Creek is in the area there. Lloyd's Creek was a big hangout for power boaters and partyers for a long time, but uh, a couple of hurricanes ago shifted the um, the sand around a good bit. So I haven't been in there for years. I I, I guess you can still get in there. I don't know. Um, I would just be careful. Turner Creek. I've uh, been up in Turner Creek. I, I'm literally, and there's going to be two places we'll talk about well, in these podcasts. Is Turner Creek being one of them that you pretty much got to be right on the. Be- I mean, you can almost hand a beer to somebody on the beach if you're following the channel correctly coming into there. But um, it's a very, very well protected spot for an overnighter uh, if if that's what you're looking to do. It's it's just protected from every single direction. Um, like I say, it's tricky getting in there. Follow the charts. Uh, it it looks like you're getting way too close to the beach, but that's where the channel is. So. Uh, you know, stick stick with that, and then there's 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 good water, you know, good holding in the mid, in the middle, um, for hanging out, or for an overnighter type of thing. If you're just looking to duck off the uh, off the waterway for a little bit and um, spend I the night, me. <laughs> somebody's complaining on the radio about somebody else. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, um, so you, you come on up the Susquehanna. It's a bit of a windy river. Um, it's deep, like I say, it's very deep, (laughs) which is a good thing. Uh, there's some big boats up here for, for a river this far north on the bay. There's some really big boats up this way, but, um, you'll come up to, uh, come around the corner. Knight's Island is, uh, you'll see a place called Knight's Island. And just to the left of that is the Mount Harmon plantation. That's a good spot to, uh, throw the hook out for the night or the weekend, uh, I've done that many times. Um, coming on up the river, you'll come to Georgetown, Fredericktown. Uh, Georgetown is on the uh, the Kent County side of the river, which is the southern shore. Fredericktown is on the northern shore, uh, on your left-hand side coming up. However, really everybody just sort of says they're from Georgetown around here. The, the Georgetown post office is in Fredericktown. So, I don't know why or how, but we'll leave that as it is. But again, there's several marinas. We're all ganged together here, right here. Um, the first marina you'll come to on your left hand side is Skipjack Cove. Um, full service, fuel pump out, parts, uh, overnight. Uh, there's a restaurant there called Signals. They have uh, uh, drinks and food, uh, music on the weekends. Uh, as 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 long as you know as long as they can anyway um getting into the fall season uh the next marina would be duffy creek we've spent a month in duffy creek last year and it's a you almost miss it it's a very tiny little marina it's a it's a cut that you have to move through to get into the marina um mom and pop owned which is a big thing with me i i look for the mom and pop marinas uh as they're Few and far between anymore on the bay, and sooner or later, they'll probably all go away. Um, but they're, it's owned by um, a father and a daughter, and great people. But you can get fuel there. Again, they have a parts store, uh, pump out, you know, the whole nine yards. Then you're going to come to the Granary Marina. The Granary is a restaurant. It's currently called the Fish Whistle at the Granary. It's had several different owners over the years, um, but they do, it, the, the docks are, there's some good docks and some that are really in need of repair. Uh, most of the good docks are right in front of the restaurant. Uh, you can pull in there. Um, there's, there's only food and drink, uh, no fuel or no parts or nothing like that. It's pretty much just a, um, a restaurant stop. Past uh, Georgetown marina you arrive to where we currently are at Sailing Associates, um, a full sailing marina, full service. Uh, we don't have fuel. Uh, there's plenty of fuel around us, you know, but we do not have fuel. We do have a pump out. Uh, we have a rigger on site. We have mechanics on site. Typically, for this time of year, there's trans- transient slips available, or you can, you know, pull off the T head on the end. So, uh, Give them a shout on 16 if you're interested. But, uh, and and again, mom and pop owned, um, was a mom and dad owned it. They retired this past year, and now the son and his fiance are running the marina for us. And just great, great people all the way around. Uh, Then you come up to the Sassafras uh, uh, boat, shoot. (laughs) I'm going to forget the name, and it's right next to us. Anyhow, you'll come to another marina, right right beside Sassafras uh, marina uh it seems they, they they have everything as well um i've i not really bought anything over there but um it seems to the, they the, they have what, whatever you're looking for they'll they'll have it slips parts i'm sure they have fuel in there a lot a lot of slips uh some coverage heads, so um you know it's a it's a very well very well run marina um and the last one on the sassafras is the georgetown yacht basin which for years and years now has been in disrepair and was once like one of the uh shining stars here on the upper chesapeake bay for sure due to the fact that there's deep water all the way up through the river um, they have some huge lifts and they have wells and lifts big enough for your larger catamarans which has always been kind of their thing i guess up this way if you have a you know a, a large catamaran they have the ability to to pull that out of the water for for you and, and work on it it has been bought by um some folks uh this past year and they are working on it they're selling fuel again uh they're pumping out uh you'll see some there's they, they there's folks in slips over there now and whatnot so uh they're working on it uh, i i um uh, I give all my best wishes because uh, like I say at one time it was a uh, one of the jewels at the top of the bay and You know, um I hope to get back there. It, 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 we've stayed over there on a couple occasions um, you know, even in the In the past in this disrepair um, Status and it was fine um, But now they're working on it and, and we're hoping for the best and up on the hill behind the uh Behind Georgetown is the Kitty Nighthouse. There's a lot of history here. There's a lot of history on the Sassafras River, uh, starting with Captain um, John Smith in 1608 when he first came up the river and, and met the Taqua Indians. But I guess that's for another podcast. You can go under the bridge. The bridge is on demand. You have to call them on either 68 or or 13. Um, and there's good deep water going way up. Uh, on the other side of the bridge, there's another boatyard up there called Greg Neck. Um, I'm not sure what they have. There seems to be a lot of boats in there, but I've never pulled in there or, or, or bought anything there, so um, I can't really speak to it. However, there are quite a few boats in there, and, and like I say, there's a good 11 feet or so of water. We were up there last weekend and I could have gone further up I guess but um I got past the boat yard and just turned around and came back down um but yeah that's an option as well and that's yeah that's pretty well protected all around up there I mean uh you know the river's it's fairly skinny and it's fairly deep you know going to one shore or another uh, but I'm sure if you're trying to get out of some kind of wind that's Uh, north or south has north or south in it that's probably a good place to be so that's a trip from the chesapeake city uh sandy canal down the elk river up the northeast river and up the sassafras river uh, into the bohemia in the cabin johns and up the sassafras so that gets you that's pretty well the very top of the bay um if you're looking for some places to uh, to pull in or get supplies or whatever you're looking for on your journey south, that's a pretty good rundown of everything available uh, from the Sassafras River up. And we're at 35 minutes now in the podcast, so we'll probably cut this one here. And uh, next podcast we'll pick up from Stilpon uh, and move south from Stilpon down to probably Cambridge, and like I said, Cambridge is pretty much as far south as I I ever go on the day you know, on a regular trip or something like that. Um, so yeah, I hope that you find some good information on what we've talked about here today, uh, and you know stay tuned for part two. So uh, everybody have a great day, stay safe, may the good Lord take a liking to you and we'll see you for part two.